Hello everyone, welcome to the 365 Explorer podcast. Hope you are doing great. I'm Rakesh Sahu and in today's episode, I'm going to talk about a Windows 10 offering called Windows Autopilot, which had been there from three years now. But the big question always remains, is it fully implemented by IT around the world and how people think about it from IT as well as a user context? But maybe I'm going a bit fast. Let me give you some context. Have you heard of something called as imaging? I think every one of us do hear that a lot. As a user point of view, every time you go to collect a laptop from your IT, they say, yeah, they're imaging your laptop. And uh, yeah, yeah, you will get your data, your profile, everything in. And uh, maybe in a two days time, and you can go and collect it. And this is, this is how, as a user, you get it, right? You never hear those things when you go to collect a new phone or smartphone from your vendor or you go and collect any other devices. It's just when you go and collect a laptop, you hear this. An IT point of view, also imaging as a concept, had been there and it been great. It had been there for almost like 20 years now. It started with a solution we remember like called as ghosting. It used to be a product from Symantec and uh, uh, they used to have uh, yeah, USB ghosting, uh, CDs, uh, and then you put that into uh, a, a drive, mostly a hard drive, and then you can re-image multiple machines. There used to be hardware dependent images, there used to be hardware independent images. The difference being that when you have something called as hardware dependent is that the image of a laptop is created for similar kind of laptops. And then came in the hardware independent images where it was an image is created which can be used in any type of hardware. That means it can it was created maybe in a virtual machine which can be used in a desktop, in a laptop or any type of. So that's a concept which came in and it uses a methodology called as capturing and deploying. So it will capture an image and then that image will be customized with patches and all the ingredients required to make it a fully functional, up-to-date image to be deployed. Then Microsoft also saw a lot of potential in there because the product-wise, there hadn't been a push from Microsoft on the deployment side of it. Third-party tools like Semantic, Altrace, Zenworks. The push came from Microsoft with a toolset called as BDD. It started something or sometime around 2003. Uh, they uh, experimented with it in a new way in which the same imaging concept was used, but here, rather than they say ghost image, they create a word called Vim imaging, or the images mostly called as Vim files. They evolved that to BDD 2007, which was a more mature solution from Microsoft with regards to the imaging part of it, which where it actually challenged ghosting. Ghosting also didn't realize the challenge much and not much was going on on top of it. Ghosting was there. There were other third parties who were also uh, looking into a different kind of imaging solution. But yeah, the biggest challenge for ghosts was Microsoft and with its WIM file, with its BDD 2007. 
and gradually Microsoft took over and uh, they evolved well in the imaging side. They brought new concepts like uh, injecting drivers, driver files, you can, uh, creating task sequences and it did a lot of uh, more modernization side of the imaging compared to what Ghost was doing uh, with the solution or Semantic was doing with the solution. And uh, they changed the name uh, sometime around 2010. It was called as MDT 2010. MDT being called Microsoft Deployment Toolkit. So it has actually the name of Microsoft now there to give it more traction. Most importantly, at the same time round, they were already looking into clubbing into a single solution because they were really pushing with uh, the SSCM to a configuration manager tool sets. Um, they've had a lot of challengers there. Also, as I mentioned something time, sometime back, I talked about uh, Zenworks. So there had been many tool sets which were there in market, uh, which actually used to do the same what SSCM used to be do from configuration management point of view. But with addition of the imaging part of it into the configuration manager solution, it made it more attractive to uh, the customers around the world. So SSCM with imaging addition, it really paved way of how they can further enhance imaging and help ITs around the world. One great feature which was added by the help of SSCM is obviously to do imaging from the network. That's called Pixie deployment. So here SSCM used its own concept in which they will not only deploy app packages uh, updates, uh, you can also deploy images via the network. So if your IT is located in any regions around the world and uh, from a central location, anybody can create an image and that can be distributed to the, all those distribution points around the world from where you can pixie boot your machine. But yeah, you can deploy an image from network and that had been there. So I talked about 2007 where it became head and we are talking now in 2021 the same concept so it's still there now the challenge is that not much happened on that end you had the same product it was really stable from the point of view how the offering was going on and it didn't see a evolution requirement from that end because every time you have to create an image yeah you have to do it from those distribution points which are located predominantly on the on-premise and it had been there. But with the outset of cloud tool sets, what I mean, the internet-centric mindset which came in with the introduction of cloud and where Microsoft also had a lot of traction with cloud tool sets like Azure Cloud, Azure AD, the authentication mechanism. Intune, which started as a silver light site with doing only mobile device management to more into desktops and laptop landscape also. And there in the year 2017, they introduced something called as Windows Autopilot. The concept behind Windows Autopilot was looking into more into a user point of view what a user perceives so as an example if i buy a smartphone i simply go collect it from 
my uh, vendor like Amazon or any other shops and collect it, open it myself as a user and just switch it on and see it asks for me to log in with my email ID so that it can get my data profile, my applications on into it and I'm ready in minutes. And here you don't see that introduction of that uh, the smartphone has to be given to somebody who will make it for you and then you can collect it for them. No, it never happens that way. Microsoft thought about it and the same concept they wanted to implement. Why not a vendor, for example, Lenovo or HP or Dell, rather than shipping the hardware to the company the users are working, rather than shipping the hardware directly to the user from their factories and, uh, and a user simply before he joins. Mostly it's for new joiner, you think about like that. If I'm joining a company, I have to come and collect my laptop to the office with the current way of working. It really makes sense that everything reaches to your home, your new office smartphone, your office laptop. So you open it and you can simply do the same way the way you do with your smartphone you can do with your laptop also where you log into your laptop and uh, log in with your organizational email id because it's your ad is integrated here so it is fully internet centric and then you put your id then it recognizes what kind of user you are on the same time it connects gets your profile I means sometime your laptop is ready. So that's the whole concept what Windows Autopilot brings. So I just told you from a user point of view what is happening. Let me tell about you how they uh, put that into work with Windows Autopilot in a technical or IT concept. So Windows Autopilot is a collection of technologies used to set up and pre-configure new devices and getting them ready for productive use. So when initially deploying new Windows devices, Windows Autopilot uses the OEM optimized version of Windows 10. This version is pre-installed on the device by the vendor, so you don't have to maintain custom images and driver for every device model. Instead of re-imaging the device, your existing Windows 10 installation can be transformed into a business-ready state that can apply settings and policies, install applications, change the additions from Windows 10 Pro to Windows 10 Enterprise and others. Again, Windows Autopilot depends on specific capabilities available in Windows 10 and Azure Active Directory. So it also requires an MDM service like Microsoft Intune or the new name called Microsoft Endpoint Manager Intune, and these capabilities can be obtained through various editions and subscriptions programs. To provide needed Azure Active Directory and the enrollment functionality, there are one or many subscriptions which an organization can opt. For example, Microsoft 365 E3 or E5. You can find more details in the Microsoft 365 subscription page available uh, in the internet. Windows Autopilot introduces a new approach. From a user's perspective, it only takes a few simple operations to make the device ready to use. And from an IT professional perspective, the only interaction required from the end user is to connect 
to a network and to verify the credentials. Everything beyond that is automated. Hope today's episode was useful for you. This subject is very close to my heart as I started my career as an image engineer and now I'm working as a system architect. That's all for now then. Thank you very much and take care.